Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! One Hope Church, a blessed Holy Thursday to you and friends of One Hope Church listening to this podcast. Uh, We're nearing the very end, and today we do come to the greatest event in all of human history, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. is in our reading for today, Mark 16, verses 1 to 8. And as Mark uh, noted from yesterday's podcast, uh, in the burial uh, text, these three women are mentioned, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome. And uh, here they are again. You heard them yesterday's reading, and they're here again. And as Mark said, you know, why do we have their names? And Mark's exactly right, because those who were reading this Gospel of Mark, you know, 15, 20 years later, uh, knew them. These were They were leaders in the church. They were witnesses to the resurrection. Uh, same thing as we uh, looked at a few days ago with uh, with uh, Rufus and Al- Alexander, who was the s- kids of uh, of uh, Simon of Cyrene, who was forced to uh, to carry the cross of Christ. They're they're known. Their names are known because they're believers to this day, because the resurrection happened, and it changed their lives, and it launched this great global Christian movement that has. Uh, continued on to this very day, halfway around the world, wherever you're listening to this, it continues. Uh, the resurrection power of Jesus is, it's real and it's available, and it uh, and the church's existence 2,000 years later is part of the proof of the reality of the resurrection. Well, as we just kind of look through the text a little bit here, just already noted just the significance of their names being noted, just have to make comment too it's the women here who come to the tomb very early um where are the men uh they're 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 locked up in some you know room because they're afraid of getting arrested uh the women uh boldly come to the tomb and they even ask boy who's going to roll the stone away it's really large be nice if some uh, men came along with them to help them but uh they're nowhere to be seen and boy did they miss out an opportunity uh, they're not being present, uh, the men, but here the women were, and they get the privilege of being the first to witness uh, the resurrection of Jesus. And so the the, the stone it's rolled away. It's uh, we in other gospel accounts we find that it was uh, an angel moved the stone. Earthquake happened, uh, and uh, and so it was already moved when they got there. And as they uh, enter the tomb, there's a, a young man sitting on the right side. Interesting, you know, detail there. It kinds of these are the kinds of details that you wouldn't make up. They're just part of the historical narrative, and presumably this was an angel they were seeing. Interesting that it they just describe him as just a young man, an angel appearing as just a young man dressed in white robe, and they're alarmed. And he says, "Don't be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified." He has risen. He is not here. And uh, and then he just he points out some details. See the place where they laid him. He's not there. It, it, he doesn't just say, believe in blind faith. Uh, now, he doesn't give a lot of evidence here, but just the fact that he points things out like that. He, he understands they need to have some visual, visual uh, proof of some kind uh, that that something has happened here. Jesus is not here. He has risen. And and uh, we find in many other places in all kinds of uh, uh, aspects to the proof of the resurrection. And uh, 
on Easter, we're going to look at some of that, uh, some of those details. But even here, you can just see a little bit of just the reality that even angels, as they're appearing to these women, they know that this it's a tough it's a tough thing to believe that someone would rise from the dead. And so, um, the ancients knew that dead people stay dead, and they they needed to have proof, just like we do today. And so, verse seven, the angel says, "Go uh, tell his disciples." And then it's just so cool that. He singles out Peter. Go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. And and why do you think he sing, singles out Peter? Uh, I think, as many have noted, uh, you know Peter had just denied Jesus three times, and he must have been wondering, "Am I disqualified now?" And clearly, that is not the case. For the angel, uh, by the instruction, I think of Jesus himself said, "Go tell the disciples. Oh, and single out Peter. Make sure you know." that he knows I'm including him. He is not disqualified. Go tell Peter as well that he's been uh, forgiven and set free from his past and ushered into a glorious future because Jesus is alive and has conquered sin, death, and the devil for Peter and for all of us forever. And so he says, go and uh, go go tell them that that he's going to go before you into Galilee and you're going to see him. Uh, just as he told you. And then verse 8 ends this way. It says, And they went out, the women went out, and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. And what's really intriguing about this ending verse is that in all of the best manuscripts that we have for the Gospel of Mark, this is actually the end of the Gospel of Mark. What we're going to read tomorrow in tomorrow's reading and on, and on Saturday's reading, uh, kind of further details about the resurrection, that was almost assuredly added later, presumably because whoever read this said, boy, this is not a very good ending. <laughs> and so they needed, you know, obviously they had more details about the resurrection. And so uh, someone, uh, an, a, an early witness to the resurrection, uh, kind of added uh, maybe Mark did himself later on. Maybe it was Peter. Uh, we really don't know who who added to it, but the earliest manuscripts that we have of the Gospel of Mark, it ends with this verse. And and why do you think that is? I mean, nobody knows for sure, but um, but I do wonder if, if the reason um, is that Mark wanted to, to kind of... Uh, leave you hanging a little bit, but also with an, with the, in a way that would lead to just a very off, obvious um, uh, conclusion. Uh, for, for here's how the gospel ends. And they went out, the women went out, and they fled from the tomb for trembling and astonishment seized them. They said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now imagine if that really was the ending. Well, no one would have heard. <laughs> there would be no Christians to this day if they didn't say anything to anyone. And so clearly the fact that we know their names and the fact that we know the names of Rufus and Alexander, uh, this is it's, they obviously overcame their fear. They told someone. Uh, and as a result, uh, the church was birthed because of, the, of the, their witness. And, uh, and so I guess I would just encourage us as we kind of uh, wrap up this uh, edition of the podcast, just to uh, ask yourself the question, what will your part in, uh, how will your part in the God story end? 
Um, you know, there's people in your life who need to hear the message of the resurrection, the message of resurrection, hope, and will it be said of you, said of me, uh, that uh, we said nothing to anyone because we were afraid? Or will there be a trail of future believers because at some point you and I overcame that fear, took part in spreading the word that he is risen and that the power of, of the resurrection is available in both this life and in ushering in the life to come. Let's pray for that courage. Lord Jesus, you are alive. You are the living one. And may we ground ourselves in the truth of the resurrection, but not just objectively believe it, but subjectively uh, experience your, your, your living presence among us. And may uh, that reality uh, give us the courage by the power of your Holy Spirit to, to, to tell, the, tell the good news that, that Jesus is alive, that real relationship is available with the living God, because Jesus really did truly rise from the dead in real space-time history, and offers himself to every single person on the planet who will say yes to his invitation to come to him, uh, to come to her and forgive and cleanse all sin and establish that relationship with the Father through Jesus the Son in the power of the Spirit. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.